0: hey everybody welcome to the under construction podcast today i'm talking with brandon rice a videographer with the Keeley companies enjoy this episode hey everybody welcome to the under construction podcast today i'm talking with brandon rice brandon how are you doing
1: I'm doing fantastic, John. It is Friday. The rain has stopped. It is a beautiful day. I'm doing great.
0: I like to hear that. Yes, we're recording here near the end of August, and it's uh, unseasonably nice in the St. Louis metro area. Oh, yeah. Glad to hear you're enjoying a Friday.
1: No doubt. How can you not?
0: (laughs) That's right. That's right. So for folks who may not know you, what company do you work for and what is your role?
1: All right, folks. Well, first of all, hello. Nice to meet you. Brandon Rice, videographer here at Keeley Companies.
0: So what do you do as a videographer?
1: As a videographer, essentially, I get to run around and tell the story of... Everybody at the company, I, I I meet with folks at every single part of the company and get to record them, listen to them, hear their stories and bring those out to the public, as well as work with you on occasion to get videos for Keeley U to teach folks, you know, all the things that they need to learn, whether it's in the field, in the office or elsewhere.
0: Love it. So both internal and external customers that you get to deal with.
1: Absolutely. And it's it's a great time. I love meeting folks. I love getting to tell stories and every day is a new journey and it makes the job fun.
0: I love it. So when you look at your journey to coming to the Keeley companies, did you know that you always wanted to be a videographer?
1: Oh my goodness. Yes, I knew w- when I was really young, I uh, I watched TV a lot. I watched so much TV. Probably like in like a, too much TV <laughs> growing <laughs> up. But but it made me feel like I felt something when I watched TV. It made me feel like just this joy I never experienced from anything else and I think it really stemmed down to The ability to tell a story that touches on every single medium. So it's visual. It's it's auditory. Like you're you're getting so many different things. They throw music on top of it. You know what I mean? And you're telling all these different stories. It's like a tapestry, really. And it's just this beautiful art form. And ever since I was young, I knew that I wanted to do something with it. When I was really young, I thought that that thing was comedy. I didn't know that I wanted to make video yet. I thought I wanted to do stand-up. So I did that a lot from the time I was like 14 to 16 back in peoria illinois oh yeah it was it was was a good time but it got me into it got me into like videography ultimately i wanted to be able to tell you know funny stories through video medium and really just took off from there i just loved being able to you know tell people things through video
0: that's really cool and how did you come to be in the the keely company's family
1: the Keely Companies. Actually, it's a really interesting story, and I'm I'm really happy to tell it. So I applied for Keely Companies actually when I was right out of college initially. This was very early on, right out of college, and I had very little experience outside of my um my school projects and things like that. And the pro the position was not for a videographer. I think it was for like a content writer or something like that initially, and um, that was not my strongest suit. Um, so that ended up not working out. And it ended up giving me time to grow in work in the workforce outside of my field, get to learn how to talk to people working in an entirely different industry. A year later, I came back and I saw that they actually had a videographer position. And I was like, Wait a minute. like let me let me see if I'm right about this.' And I stepped in and met Nicole again. And it was just like, It's like we picked up where we left off, like I saw her and we just immediately hit it off. And from that point, the interview felt more like friends hanging out and like enjoying each other's company and learning about each other. And I just knew from that point that this was going to be a place I could make my career destination, you know, I
0: like that. That's exciting good to know Absolutely. that uh, you can cycle in and out of things and kind of come back to what you're passionate about. That's that's awesome, Brandon.
1: Absolutely. And I think I needed that, honestly. I I, I was not prepared, I think, ultimately, for the, for the workforce when I first got out of college. And I had to learn what that l- looked like. I had to learn what that grit looked like. And then being able to come to Keely Companies, having some of that grit, and then being able to bring that to my passion, that was, it was life-changing, really, for me. It, it genuinely was.
0: You know, that's something I want to cycle back a little bit on, if you don't mind. Um, Absolutely. You know, coming out of school, not feeling totally prepared for the workforce, what is it that you've learned since you've graduated that you would recommend to folks who are younger in their careers, maybe coming either straight out of of college or a tech school, what is it that you had to learn that has directly applied to the role that you're in now to be success?
1: I'd say, first of all, Do your homework, like do it, because homework doesn't really go away. I think the homework in the in the workforce ends up being like trying to improve yourself, that professional development, trying to get better at your craft, even when it's not necessarily doing your job function that day. It's studying. It's learning. Continue to do that. And you're just going to be successful in whatever you decide to do, because you're always chipping away. You're always trying to get better. And I'd also say networking is everything it's people i think sometimes in college folks get comfortable with their friend group and they don't really like to you know meet other people and do new things and like i can't say how important it is to meet people make friends um go to professional events doing that kind of stuff will change your entire outlook once you get out of school like it'll change your entire um but basically, it'll open up the world to you. The the world of opportunities becomes much bigger when you network and actually spend a lot more time learning your craft.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned grit. What is What does grit look like to Brandon?
1: For me, it's working on things that aren't necessarily what you love and still doing them well. I think someone who can work on things that aren't their favorite things and still be successful at them, I think that's the kind of person who can succeed in any area because that is really where you grow. That's it's because then you, that I think that's like, yeah, I think that's the area where the most growth takes place for a person. And it's always been that way for me. Once you can push past that wall that says, oh, I'm tired or, oh, this isn't like the exact thing I want to be doing at this exact second. Once you get past that, then you build the kind of discipline that lets you be able to be successful in anything
0: yeah. Great definition. Clear and concise. I like that. Very good. <laughs> That's one of the best definitions I've heard of grit in a while. Everybody usually stumbles on, well, you know, it's kind of like this and that. But yeah, it's doing <laughs> things you may not want to do and pushing through it. That's awesome.
1: Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, it's like it's like when you got to do dishes when you're a kid. You're like, I don't see the point of me doing the dishes. Like, I don't understand why I have to do this. Like, it's one of those things that you got to learn that discipline. You got to learn it. Otherwise, you're going to be struggling <laughs> when you get yeah, out of school. Like,
0: so when you look at uh, your time here at the Keeley Companies, what's uh, what's been your favorite part of being in the Keeley Companies family?
1: Man, that's tough because honestly, like I love everything that I do, but the people I get to work with doing it is like there's nothing better. I've never ever in my life been anywhere that's even remotely close to this place in terms of the culture, like in terms of the ability to love. The, the people you work with and love what you do at the same time, I've never had that experience in my life before. So getting to have that is, like, huge for me. And that's been my favorite part by a long shot. Like, the people I get to work with are just – they're so passionate and they're so fun. But, it like, it's, it's, it's rare when you go to a place – Where everyone is equally fun and passionate. Sometimes you go to a place and there's the funny guy in the office, but, you know, he he slacks off and he doesn't get everything done. But everybody's (laughs) like the funny guy at the office and they get everything done. So it's incredible to be around those kind of people and be like, you know, be able to absorb that kind of environment on a daily basis.
0: That's a good answer. I appreciate that. Thanks, Brandon.
1: (laughs) No doubt. It's, it's just great, man. Like there's nothing like it. And I tell my friends all the time, like I'm always trying to get them out here. They live in they live in Peoria. They're far out from here, but I always tell them like, come on down to St. Louis. Like this is a career destination. Like this is the place you want to be. I'm telling you,
0: man, that's great. Um, it's exciting when you find something that you're passionate about and you can have fun at boy. What, what more can you ask for in a job?
1: It's so true. And I, I, you know, sometimes I, I realize sometimes I, I feel like I might even take it for granted, not even realizing what I have. Like, I talked to my friends the other day about how I'll I'll get to have a conversation with Rusty, our CEO, and get to laugh with him and joke with him. And they look at me like, what do you mean you get to just do that? I'm like, yeah, whenever he's, whenever he's around, me and him have a conversation. And most of my friends have never met the CEO of the company, let alone joked around with them. So, like, you know, you you're taking a step back, you realize how crazy, amazing this opportunity is
0: yeah absolutely uh, along those lines, when you think of you know the the folks that are that are pouring into you uh you know mentoring you, what is it that makes a good mentor that sets you up uh, for career growth?
1: I think they have to genuinely care first and foremost. They have to really care about you. And I I have learned in this company that caring for someone doesn't always mean being nice to them all the time. You know, nice with quotations it doesn't mean always being like, oh, it's okay. Everything's fine. Sometimes caring means holding them accountable mm-hmm. and making sure they understand like, hey, you didn't get something done. And that's not a good thing. You have to be able to get that thing done. You have to learn from your mistakes. And that has been That has made me grow, not just from a work standpoint, but as a person, someone who cares about me enough to hold me accountable, because I don't think that I don't think it's always the case when it's someone who just lets everything you do slide and, you know, has fun with you all the time, but doesn't make you do anything and never makes you, you know, think about what you've done. I don't think that's necessarily someone who's always out for your best interest. But everyone at this company who I've worked with has been very accountable with me. And they can still be my friend at the same time. I don't think those two things have to be separate. And that's one thing I've learned at this company.
0: Yeah. And it's an art that uh, is not in large uh, quantity these days, right? The ability to disagree while still being someone's friend is a challenge and you really do have to care for them. So that's Anybody that's looking for a mentor, what Brandon just said, really, really important. Somebody that will be having your back, and sometimes that means having that hard conversation or challenging you.
1: Absolutely, like I, I couldn't, I couldn't express more like how important that is for a mentor. Like there's, there's nothing, in my opinion, there's nothing more important than that is than someone that can hold you accountable while also still be able to, you know, have that rapport with you.
0: Absolutely. So, Brandon, as a videographer, you know, you're responsible for helping create the video content for not only the six pillars, the cultural pillars, the support groups, but also the 20 business groups at the Keeley yep. companies.
1: <laughs> it's it sounds busy. <laughs> like it could be
0: an overwhelming job sometimes. <laughs>
1: Oh, man, it gets crazy. It does get crazy. We we work on hundreds of videos, ultimately, over the course of a year. And um, I think this year, yeah, we're, we're going to be looking at 200 by the time the years end. And when I say that to some of my friends who are videographers, they're like, how? Like how how do how is that possible? And I think it boils down to our systems. I'd say our our I, I 404 system is game changing for me. The ability to track every single goal that I have for a video and make sure there's someone who can hold like you know someone to hold me accountable for them and being able to see them, making them smart, making those goals smart, it makes it possible to reach that kind of volume.
0: Yeah, because you're holding yourself accountable and you have those people looking over your shoulder that if you're not, they help you out. That is the power oh, yeah. of that action planning process.
1: Oh, yeah. They're looking out for you. But, yeah, it can be it can be a lot sometimes. But I think the thing that even when it's hard, the thing that really keeps me going is knowing that it's making a difference. Like when I think about the U stuff that I do, when I think about even I I translate a lot of Spanish. Uh, I work with a lot of translators to do Spanish translations to get a lot of our content over to um you know uh, our Spanish-speaking um, Keeleyans. And for me, knowing that that gives them a chance to get information that was previously closed off to them, I that's huge for me. That keeps me inspired. That lets me know that I am making a difference with everything I do. Going out into the field and meeting these guys who work work so hard. To create what we have as a company and getting to tell their story, that makes me wake up every day excited. That makes me wake up every day jazzed up and ready to party, you know what I mean? Ready to get out there and, you know, do this with a smile.
0: I do. And that was a game changer for Keely You, that passion for helping everybody grow their careers. We had a big deficit when it came to providing our... Spanish speaking or English as a second language, uh, folks, the ability to learn in their native tongue and learn English. And you've got, you guys have been just critical in making that happen and, uh, being able to get that kind of good content out to them.
1: Oh, and I love it. I love the opportunity. I, I love getting to do it. I love working with the translators. Like it's all around just a great, it's a great process and it's just a great thing overall for the company. And I think for all of our Keylians out there.
0: Absolutely. So let me ask you this, when the work gets uh, a little bit too much and you get feeling overwhelmed or, you know, unfocused, if you got a little bit of burnout going on, how do you get for yourself, how do you get refocused and re-energized in your job?
1: I'd say it's remembering why I'm doing it. The why, That my why, like knowing the why you're doing something. And for me, my my biggest why is like the folks the folks i capture in videos i'm doing it for them i think that their stories are so important to tell i think they're imperative to tell to the point where like it needs these stories need to be told folks need to know the hard work that's taking place sometimes people look at a new building that's up and they're just like oh it's like you know it, it just got there one day you know like oh it's crazy <laughs> we have a new mall or we have a new skyscraper like we have a new park we have all these new things these things don't just happen. It's countless men and women putting in countless hours to make that stuff happen. And I think, I, I just feel this need to be able to go out there and say, hey, this is how that happened, and these are the people who made it happen. And I think being able to tell that story that wakes me up when I start to, you know, get to that point where I'm like, you know, I'm getting feeling weak, I'm feeling tired. It just, you know, gives me that energy I need to push past all that.
0: That's a great, uh, great reminder that. Purpose and and knowing that there are people out there that are bringing what many think, folks take for granted, whether it's uh, Internet uh, over fiber, whether it's power utilities, technology, building, Absolutely. paving, you know, it, it doesn't seem glamorous. But when you realize that it's what allows humanity to continue in a civilized manner. I think what we do at the Keeley Companies is some of the highest purpose work in the world. And and I'm glad to hear that it fires you up just as much as it fires up me and everybody at the Keeley Companies that's trying to drive that forward.
1: Absolutely. Like when you get to go to work and you recognize that, like for, for me, that I get to tell the story of the people who literally help the world go round, you know, that's... You can't find that anywhere. You can't find that everywhere. That's impossible. You know, you got to be at a special place to do that. And I think that Kaylee is that special place.
0: So let me ask you this. When people think of videography, um, obviously, there's the, the, the tool and the technology side of it. There's the, the techniques and the framing and the storytelling aspect of it. When you look at it as a videographer, uh, talking to somebody who's getting ready to either want to get into the field or maybe just wants to get on YouTube and tell their story just a little bit better. What are some of the big different makers for somebody who has a camera versus somebody who's a videographer?
1: I'd say it's a lot that kind of boils down to a lot of the technical aspects. I'd say my my education, like um, that kind of gave me the ability to look at things from a a broader point of view, It kind of opened up the vision a little bit more. I think when you start doing um, YouTube and stuff like that, because that's how I started. I started with YouTube. I started, you know, just making silly videos with my friends. But I think it's time that you put into your craft that really separates that, you know, Um, you know, someone who wants to go into YouTube and stuff like that. And then someone who goes into the videographer field, I think it's just really putting in the time in for those technical skills, especially to really reach that level.
0: Uh, Just, just like any other craft, uh, you know, a lot of times when people think of craft or trade, they think uh, the blue collar or the construction side of things, but the technology, the videography, the audio reproduction, all of that is a craft that takes time to master. Uh, Absolutely. that's, That's a great reminder for everybody.
1: Absolutely, it's it's fun stuff, but yeah, it takes a lot of time to get down. I uh, when I I'll say when I first got here, funny story. When I first got here, I knew a very particular form of video editing. I used uh, Final Cut Pro, like Final oh, yeah. Cut Pro X. That was my way of editing videos exclusively. Like I had never, I used another platform. I had used Premiere Pro very little up until then. And then I got here and I learned that Premiere Pro was going to be the way that I did everything, every aspect of my job, essentially, when it comes to the editing stuff. So I had to learn. I had to put a lot of time to making sure that I had the abilities to do that well and do it in an incredible way and because I had like a boss that allowed me to really learn as much as I needed to learn, and gave me that time, I was able to you know reach this next level of videography really, and it's been great like since. I haven't went back to final a Pro X since.
0: I love it, and uh, you know that's the key. There are so many good tools out there. It's knowing what uh, what works, what's in the uh, ecosystem uh, that you're working with, uh, and knowing what the outcome is, you know, if you're, Mm -hmm. if you're doing direct to video, maybe using an iPad with Luma fusion is going to be your best bet. You know, if Mm -hmm. you're in an all all Mac world and you're having to do motion graphics in the Mac, yeah. Final cut pros, your, your deal. But, uh, now they're, everything's going online, right? So suddenly virtually everything. Yeah. You know, maybe the tools become less, you know, so it's always, you have to be learning in your craft and knowing what your outcome is. And I, I love it a perfect example for folks that don't know the difference between Final Cut Pro and Premiere uh, has always been not that different, but different enough that it really slows you down. And you yeah. just can't <laughs> find what you need. to How can I do a rolling cut? I can't remember how to do that in this software. You know, it's it's one of those things that throws you off your game. So congratulations on learning a whole new editing suite.
1: Oh, yeah, it, it was a challenge, but it was great. But yeah, I'd say to anybody who wants to be a videographer for anybody who wants to really dive into the video craft, have a story, have a story that you really want to tell. I think it boils down to that. Like you, you All the other stuff you can learn, but you have to really care about the story that you want to tell to really be good at it. Like, I think it really boils down to that. That passion is visible in everything. You can hear it. You can see it. You can feel it. And you can be shooting on an iPhone. You can be shooting with one of the best raw cameras out there. It doesn't matter as long as you have a really good story to tell. I think that that's going to shine through above everything else.
0: Yeah, I agree. And then all of a sudden, when you get that one day where you got a guy with passion, and we get him a, a you know, a red camera, right? Is
1: it... Ooh, yeah, that's the good stuff. Those <laughs> red cameras, those are, whew, those are something special.
0: Someday, Brandon, we just got to keep uh, keep telling crossed. that story, buddy. <laughs> Uh, So when you you look at success, uh, at the end of the day, how do you define success?
1: For me, success is being fulfilled in what you do. I don't think success has a price tag. I think success really boils down to, am I fulfilled? Do I feel like what I am doing is my purpose? And if you can say yes to that, then you are successful regardless of what you're doing if you can say i'm doing my purpose i'm doing it well and i am happy doing it if you can check those three boxes then you are successful that's how i've always viewed it that's how i continue to view it and that's why I'm here at Keely still. Like, I love this. I feel successful every day. And even when I fail, I learn from those failures and then can turn those failures into successes in the future. So it's just this cycle of success and joy.
0: Ah, that's a great definition, Brandon. Thanks for sharing.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's just, it's just, I've always felt that way. I think, um, I think you can like, you can money, money is just, I see money as like a tool to doing what you want to do. And that's just the tool to doing what you want to do. But in terms of being happy and really enjoying life, I think it's really about being fulfilled. I think that's really what it boils down to.
0: Wise words, Brandon. I think uh, <laughs> we'd be a better place in society if we all followed uh, that philosophy, man. Good, good word, man. Good word. <laughs> so last question I wanted to ask you, it's, it's uh, my favorite question. It's the God mode question. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah, if we could put you in God mode where you could take over every device— uh, you know phones tablets heck even now you know smart uh, wristwatches where you've got all the the cool stuff on there if you could put anything on every screen in the world instantaneously could be a song could be a quote an image heck could be some video what do you want everybody to know
1: man I'd say it'd be a pretty simple message for me I think. Do do what makes you happy. Do what makes you happy. Do what you love. I think it's so important for folks to do that. I think we get so caught up in our own lives every day that we forget to do things that bring us joy. And sometimes we even start to forget the things that bring us joy. We start to let those slip and then years pass and you start thinking about those things. and You're like, man, I used to be really good at this. Or, man, I used to really enjoy this, but I don't anymore. And you feel this emptiness in your life. So I think if you wake up every day and do something that makes you happy, do something that you love, I think, I think you'll just live a better life. I, I fully believe that.
0: Man, I appreciate that. That's, uh, it's important. It really is. Life is too short uh, to do something that you hate or be around people that don't recognize what you bring to the table.
1: Exactly. Like why even waste the time? Like I get there there comes a point when like, you know, you have to do something because you have to get by. All of us have to get by. I understand that challenge. But I think we should always be in the pursuit of happiness no matter what. No matter what our circumstances are. I think the pursuit at a minimum, that pursuit of happiness is so important. Cause if you if you chase after something long enough, if you chase after that dream long enough, I feel like you can at least get your hand out close enough to touch. And if you can touch it, then you can grab, you can grab and say, Hey, I'm finally, I'm, I'm here. You know, I'm going to finally make it. I think it's, I think it's a process, but I think that we all have to pursue that happiness every day. I think it's so important.
0: Brandon, I certainly appreciate your time today. Thank you for sharing your thoughts, for giving advice, uh, and just telling your story, man, uh, doing what you love and sharing with everybody else. And, I hope you have a great rest of uh, the Friday and, and a great weekend. And thank you so much for sharing with all of us.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. This is fun, man. I really enjoy this. I love, I love being able to, you know, I, I, not so much talk about myself, but I love being able to share my story because I hope that it can inspire others to also push for what they love because it's so important to do that. Like I just, and I, and I love being able to share information that I think can maybe possibly, possibly benefit somebody. Cause if even one person listens to this, if even one person listens to this and they think, Oh man, that's a good point. Then I'll have made a difference. And that's really what it's all about for me, making that difference.
0: Absolutely. Correct. Brandon. So yeah, folks take an action plan, tell your story, chase your passions, do what you were made to do. Absolutely. This is what we're all here for. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks, Brandon. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Under Construction Podcast. As a reminder, this is a place where we can talk about what does it mean to be a success in the journey that it takes to get there, which is different for everyone, as I'm sure you've heard. I encourage you to listen to this app. We'll be pro- posting this podcast on a regular basis to all the major podcast apps, be it on your iOS or Android device, certainly on your computer. You can always find us at anchor.fm forward slash Kiliu or all of the major podcast apps and platforms. Thanks and have a great rest of the week.